Hello and welcome to episode 58 of the Spiritual Success Podcast. Today I have my dear friend and now business partner, Rachel Alice, on the podcast to talk about our upcoming program, Publish Your First Spiritual Book. So I thought we'd share more about our journeys to becoming an author because we've both had such different journeys. And that was actually our motivation for putting our heads together and using our different experiences to be able to give people what they need to finally fulfill their dream of becoming a published spiritual author. Because let me tell you, it truly does feel like a dream and it did for both of us. So today we're talking about our stories, our past, about how we felt about writing when we were children, how we decided whether to go published or self-published. We talk about the writing process and actually getting the book out there once we decided to start. So we just dive a little bit deeper into our own experiences and we talked a little bit about the program as well and what you can find within it, but we'd love to invite you to our free training. It's going to be about one to two hours. And let's be honest, it's probably going to be about two hours because we've made so much content for this training and there's going to be a massive Q&A. So just bring any questions that you have about publishing your book and we are so excited to answer them. And you can get that from going to my bio on Instagram at I am Liz Roberta, or it's also available on my website, lizroberta.com. So if you have ever felt like you have that calling to write a spiritual book and you want to get it published, or maybe you've already got it published, but you want to give it a boost or you want to do a new version and give it a little update and you're feeling full of energy for the new year, then give this episode a listen and then go and book yourself onto the free masterclass training that we are doing to help you publish your first spiritual book. Welcome to the Spiritual Success Podcast with me, Liz Roberta, a place for spiritual people who want to grow, learn and succeed in life and in business. I'll be talking to successful spiritual entrepreneurs, authors and thought leaders to understand what creates a meaningful and soul aligned life. So come on in, lightworkers. This is your time to shine. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Liz. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited that our program is nearly out in the world and I can't wait to talk more about it because we've been working on it for so long. We've been working on it for about six months and yeah, I'm so excited. I think this is going to be so, so valuable to those who are wishing to write a book and I think it's also just going to change the mindset for those who are on the fence or even never even considered writing a book. I think it's going to really drive people into action about how amazing this journey can be and how valuable valuable it can be for your business and or if you want to go down like you um, the path of becoming an author. Definitely and I think it's such great timing as well with the whole year ahead of us and I think we're all feeling a little bit more optimistic about 2022. It seems like things are heading in the right direction and so many people I've spoken to are so full of like energy and enthusiasm for this new year ahead. So I think it's just such a great time for it to be out in the world. So today we just thought we'd talk more about our journeys to becoming authors. It's not going to be a traditional interview like I normally do on the podcast, but we both have totally different stories and ways that we became published authors, which again is why we created 
publish your first spiritual book because we wanted to share two totally different perspectives to show that there's not just one path to becoming an author and it can happen in different ways. So we do give you many different options in the program and that's why we really believe that there's nothing else quite like it out there at the moment. Yeah, exactly. This was, you know, we had this, a lot of people were in our DMs asking uh, like me and you separately, like, how did you do this? How did you go about self-publishing to me? How did you go about publishing to you? And it it just became apparent about how in demand or how much, how little is out there for people to learn about how, how to publish a book. And one of the biggest decisions that we make when publishing a book is whether we go self-published or whether we go down the traditional publishing route and what is right for you and that's probably the biggest decision I remember when I was in the book writing process or the book creation process and learning all about this and it was like okay you need to make a decision now what is the best route for you what is your aims what do you want from this and what and what would suit that journey or what would suit you the most so and I think we really cover that really well. And then uh, having both perspectives, like you said, it's not out in the, there in the market. There's not um, a course that offers somebody who's been on the self-publishing route and then somebody who's been the traditional route so close as well. We've only recently published, you just recently. I'm a year or so behind, well, before you, sorry. And then second to that, we have, you know, we don't have massive, massive audiences so we know what really works marketing wise um, and what really works in terms of promoting the book, given our audience size. So I think that this course is going to be perfect, perfect for everybody in terms of because who have got a, you know, have got an audience, but it's not hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people. Definitely. And I think as well, the first and final part of the program where we talk about planning your book, setting it up for success, and then the marketing and promotion, they also apply regardless of which way you publish. So we Mm. go down both of the different publishing routes and the specifics of that, writing your proposal, pitching to publishers, you go through step-by-step how to self-publish your book. But then also before that, we have planning it, setting it up, making sure that you're creating a book that is going to be successful and that you're not wasting your time when you start your journey. And then also at the end, we have the marketing and the promotion, which again, either way, you need to sell your book, regardless of how you publish. And yeah, it's so current. We even include like TikTok into that mix, into that marketing mix element. Anyway, enough of the program and talking about the you know ins and outs. We can talk about that later. Liz, tell me about your whole journey of how you became a published author. It's such a great story. And I know, you know, you've spoken about this. I've never seen somebody so, from my perspective, as your friend and obviously your business partner, in a way, I've never seen somebody so lit up or just in love with life than you at this current moment in time as you've published your book. Oh, yes, I can definitely confirm that is true. When I released my book and I was able to share it honestly the last time I felt like that was when I got engaged and the weird thing was it was actually the same weekend so I got engaged December the 3rd 2017 and then I released my book or I announced it on the 4th of December and I had a reveal a few days before that as well so it was really odd timing you know a few years apart on the exact same date but it was the same feeling like I would wake up every morning and remember and be like oh my God, it's real. And that was how I felt when I got engaged and I'd wake up and be like, ah, oh my God, it's real. It was so, so similar exciting. To that. Yeah. yeah. 
and just it felt like a dream come true and there was just so much energy building around it which I didn't expect I thought I'd announce it and I don't know I don't know what I thought I wasn't even thinking about the response and then it just went crazy like I got like over a hundred comments everyone was sharing it everyone was so excited which made me really excited (laughs) it was just such a dream and I think as well because I'd had to keep it secret for so long so I signed the deal 14 months before I was able to share it so over a year and I'd had to keep it under wraps so which was yeah which was so (laughs) hard because I'd signed with Hay House and I'd seen my book cover and it was all so exciting and I, I couldn't share about it so I think that as well was this huge release of energy and since then I've just been manifesting at lightning speed it's just been wow and that's probably really because the purpose has unfolded you stepping into your absolute purpose has started to unfold and something as well is I think you know hey house all the spiritual the best spiritual authors in the world are all sitting in the hey house well mostly aren't they like you know I can think of my favorite authors are in that space and I remember you you speaking to me and you've been on calls with these women as well and that must have been so like you've like quantum leaped into a, a different reality. It must have been so, you know, yeah. One thing that I, I, I wanted to say is I know you've kind of felt like obviously it was like I was engaged. I'll give you a little bit of my my um story when my first book my book came out. I had about two thousand plus followers at the time. And the amount of people that rally around you, your community that supports you is unreal. So when my book first published, I remember receiving story shares every single day, DMs with people saying they've they've got the book, they've bought the book, that they they were reading it and they were sharing it with other people, they were buying it for friends. It was incredible. And I think the moment I had a moment was... um, when I saw the book cover for the first time, because my book was never like what it should have been at the start. And that was, you get, you, you, you asked me one of these questions the other um, weekend, I will go into it today, but I looked at the front cover and I thought like, wow, I, I, I cried. It was emotional. It's probably one of the biggest accomplishments that you'll ever do in your life is write a book. <laughs> um and I remember looking at the front cover thinking, I've done it. I did this. This is insane. And then having people then in the DMs, even today, I get I got a DM the other day from this woman and she was crying because I do share pretty like quite intense, vulnerable stories that most people most books actually don't contain. Um and she was crying and just, you know, and, and it just it shows you how much like as you know, these books make an impact on people's lives or they can change or they can prompt something or they can encourage a different decision or a different perspective. Yeah, they're probably one of the best tools for that. Um, so, yeah, I, I love that. And your front cover is gorgeous as well. Oh, it's it's beautiful. It's everything everything that you, obviously you envisioned in your mind and mine was similar I remember having this vision of okay I want somebody with sunglasses and, and I want in a reflection of the sunglasses some tarot cards <laughs> and I was I, I remember speaking to my cover artist and I was going oi can you do this and she's like I can have a go and she did an amazing job I Mickey was my um book cover artist and she was just incredible and so much fun to work with and that's part of the journey as well like not I think one thing a lot of people think is and you especially with the self-publishing route if you decide to go down a self-publishing route, you can just do it on your own without anybody anybody's help. You can just do it with Microsoft Word and you can basically 
you know, get it done at a fraction of really low investment. However, for me, I just wanted to include more people. I was wanted to just have copy editors involved. I had a book coach as well. Uh, I had a professional front cover artist. Considering you can just go on probably, you know, you can just do something on on Canva. Um, but I, I kind of wanted to really make this as professional as possible, especially because it was re- it was really to leverage my business at the time. And one thing that I soon learned was, for me, the, you're not on your own. If you if you want to be, you can be, but you're not on, on your own in the book journey. And having everybody's help, everybody's input. I had people read it. I had people test read it. Having you know, you you you're so supported, and it gets to be such a fun. And everybody gets so in, involved. I remember my book cover artist was loving it. She had chapters. My copy editor, she was like, "Can I get buy some for my friends?" And we just all had fun creating it. And I made sure in, in my um thank you at the end I, I mentioned all these amazing women and it funnily enough all these women were women in their quarter life as well which is really cool I had all my everybody involved in that book was um you know a, a woman in a quarter life and on the you know and uh, love spiritual concepts so it was just perfect it's such a great book I've read it twice like when I first <laughs> bought it I could not put it down and even Ali said to me he's like bloody hell you're into that book because I couldn't stop reading it whereas usually it takes me weeks like I just read a few pages a day so it takes me a really long time to actually finish a book but I just couldn't put this one down it was like when I read Journey of Souls and I was like nom 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 like just consuming it in like two days wow that's a claim Liz thank you I love <laughs> I was like I love Journey of Souls I was just thinking Bob because I'm your very good friend and you can imagine me talking to you as I'm writing mm. that book so you're probably used to my language but the book no I, I was uh, something as well that I want to mention to the you guys listening to this is the evolution that it takes. I know Liz, like um, Liz, you had a very good idea and probably um, vision of what the book will be. For me, going in, I just heard one day, um, just I had this intuitive, like clairaudient message: you should write a book. And I kind of kept being nudged and nudged and nudged to write a book. And I thought, you know what? It makes really good business sense because I, I I looked at I looked at my audience sizing and I looked at what my my aims were I want something faster market probably um I'm not really you know probably I, I didn't I didn't really see myself as an author but probably next time I probably would love to go down the traditional path um but for me I was like okay I, I need to just probably get this out there really quickly what's the best way in going about that and it was like okay self-published so I went down the self-published route, but I would have loved, you know, to be published by, you know, Hey House. So that is a total dream, isn't it? It's a total, absolute achievement in life. Um, so I went down the self-publishing route and um, I just started off with a journal and it wasn't even the same title. And I remember, it, I, I, I think I think I have a video. I don't know if it's still on my feed. I'm, I've got to share, reshare it because... I showed everybody the initial concept of my book and it was like called the seven day self reboot project or something, something like that. And it was going to be a journal and it was just about like, you know, I wanted to very much talk about my wisdom of manifestation because I, sometimes you, with books, I thought, look, right, I need to stand out in my business. I need to build this credibility. I need to build this authority and, and a book is a quick way to do that. Like if you want to build instant credibility, authority in your business guys and stand out in the crowd, write a book. So this was my drive. And I thought, okay, I really want to put my wisdom down into this book. And, um, and it just ended up my, my book coach at the time was like, no, we've got more in this. And she's like, share your stories, 
share your powerful stories. And I ended up writing like a nearly a 300 page book on my most like some of my darkest, like deepest, like darkest days. And obviously some of my best days and attaching um, concepts of spirituality to each of these different story pieces, manifestation. And even I remember I wanted my book out at a certain date and I couldn't get it out. And loads of obstacles were coming in my way, not necessarily from me individually, they're from external, like working with like obviously external things. And I was like, why, why, why the F is this happening? And then I had this massive download come in to say, this is what you should really surrender like this and then do this. And it was a big part of, about surrendering to manifestation to spirit, you know, when we manifest. So I ended up changing my chapters, rewriting a chapter completely. And it was the best thing I ever did. So the whole journey in itself is magical. Like it's really interesting. It's you. It's like almost when you open yourself up to, up to write a book, so much pours in. It's like you, you, you like I'm good. Obviously, we, we spiritually, but your spirit team are just behind you 100%. They want this book to be beautiful as well. They're just going to be. I, I look back now and I don't get half as much like wisdom coming through as I do when I was in the book writing process. It's like they're like, hey, we know you're writing a book. Here's, here's lots of stuff you can talk about. It really is really interesting. And you, you're just going to love the journey as well, guys, not just the end result that me and Liz were just talking about. Definitely. It's like you step into this container. I was thinking about that this morning because I've already written loads of notes for my second book, but I haven't fully stepped into that container yet. But once I've signed a deal and it's happening, I will completely commit myself to that process. So I'm interested to know how long did it take for you to get the idea until your book was out? What was that kind of time frame? And was this the first book idea that you had or did it change? Because I know mine changed a few times. Yeah, so like I said, I came up with this journal, seven day reboot project idea. And then it was when my, I think it was actually my book coach who was like, listen, I, I remember um, submitting a, a kind of mock chapter of my writing. She wanted to see obviously my writing. And she was like, no, we've got way more in you than, than what you were going to do. So we decided to look at, okay, what stories in my life? Because I, I I had a very interesting um journey in myself I, I had a Saturn return I left home from England I moved to Bangkok on my own I was kind of kind of going for my quarter life crisis and even the word quarter life funk I didn't know what funk meant I've never it's a more of American term and it came in obviously I'm clairaudient but it came in clairaudiently one day when I was like half awake in the morning and I was like I had to google it and I was like this is what my book should be called and it was very much my journey um of just my spiritual awakening, it was that encapsulated, my move to Bangkok, me leaving behind relationships that people thought were all amazing and, and taking a leap to have a better life and, and having the courage to say, you know what, this is a bit too, this is not it yet, there's something more. And following that and going on this journey, the highs and lows, the fact that manifestation isn't unicorns and rainbows all the time, it's more spiritual, you know, spiritual journey. Um, and it, it really is that that journey and that that wasn't that didn't come into the mix until about a few months later when my like my book coach Gingy she was just pushing and pushing me at all times she was just like come on there's there's more in this book um and then and then with the title dropping in that's when the inspiration just went 
when I had that title because I didn't really know what I was going through and somebody actually I didn't even know what I was going through Saturn return until I was researching concepts and researching the, the elements of the book so I think when I was I kept unlocking little keys every point and I think that was like just kept building and building and building this momentum and it was still a journal until the last month and I was like this is not a journal I'm not putting line pages in this book no disrespect to journals I think journals are amazing and like they're a great part of a book but I was like it could be a separate book a journal could be this a separate workbook to this book it needs to just be a book on its own at the moment with all the the writing so and then I felt like it could have a separate journal to it that's how I felt and I was never at that point until the last month. And it took me about 12 months in total, but it was a little bit delayed. Obviously, I told you, I'd explain why, but yeah. But I know people who write them in like a month or two months. That's quick though. 12 months is quick. I mean, if you yeah. go down the traditional path, just from getting a, a book deal and signing it, it's going to be longer than 12 months, let alone the process of actually doing the proposal and pitching mm. it and getting someone to offer you a book deal. So it's a much longer process. And my idea changed a few times. So I think it's amazing yeah. that you just went from the journal to the book because I pitched multiple different books. This was my third concept. And then even when I pitched it, it got changed because I'd written a book about or a proposal about purpose thinking oh I really want to write a book about intuition like that's everything I teach about but because my first two had failed I was like right I really need to get strategic here looked at what they currently had tried to plug a gap something they weren't currently offering sent in my third proposal and then I actually got a phone call from the commissioning editor saying we'd love you to write a book about intuition I kid you not I actually got a phone call asking me to write a book about intuition when I've been thinking that's what I'd really like to write about it was the most insane thing just so divinely guided and that's how living in tune ended up being about following your intuition to find your life purpose so it's like the two yes. together because when you do that that's what alignment is so I it think, all worked out so perfectly yeah and I think as well for, for you somebody whose intuition has been like at the very forefront of your business from day one and the obviously your readings and the YouTube channel it just made perfect sense that, that was your first book Absolutely. It's something that you tapped into very early on in your spiritual journey as well when you were a lot younger. Yeah. And I want to talk more as well about how we chose our roots. Mm. Because when I chose to go traditionally published, I just always knew that was the way. And I was aware that it was going to take longer. But I was like, I don't care if it takes me 10 years. And I even said that because I had a few calls with Hay House before they actually offered me a book deal because they were like, your platform's a bit small at the moment. Like usually we wouldn't offer you one, but we see a lot of potential. So we were like, we'll stay in touch for a few months before. And I was on a call and there's two people on the call. And I was in France on holiday at the time. And I said, I was like, I don't care if it takes 10 years, but I'm going to be with Hay House or I don't think I said I'm going to be. I said, I don't care if it takes 10 years. I want to be with Hay House and no one else. And then when I spoke to the woman in PR who was on the call recently about the book launch, she said that she remembers me saying that and she went back and reported it to everyone else. I'm getting chill. I am getting chills all up and down, up and down my legs. I was so like, there oh. you go. Yeah. And I didn't even say it. I, I, I was just saying it because it was true. And I literally would have. I was mm. like, I'm not applying anywhere else. I'm going to stand here in my Taurus way. I was like, I'm <laughs> holding out for this. And by just saying that, she that was essentially what got me the book deal because they could see I really wanted it the passion and the drive yeah like you said we've both got quite small audiences especially for um 
you know, the published route. Mm. So they obviously saw something within you. And I, I think that's really beautiful as well for the the reason why we're doing this program as well, because these possibilities, like I, I immediately saw when I was when I was uh, reading up about whether to go which down which route, and I saw like, you know, they they might not consider you because you haven't got a big audience. So I lit I, I pretty much like shut the door on the the published dream. Like let's be real, it's a dream to be published, isn't it? It's it's such an achievement. Um, so the fact that you have you're this example of actually you don't have to have a huge audience and they'll, they'll, as long as you've got this great concept and they believe in you and they see the potential and the the growth of your platforms and how much committed you are, I think that's a, an incredible message for everybody who's listened to this podcast that it's so possible and that's why. I think you're this perfect like subconscious expander for people is because you're just showing them, hey, it's possible. Put your mind to it and you can achieve anything. Um, I'll give you the, I obviously mentioned the reason for the self-published route, but for me, it was really more, I just noticed that, you know, the, the business, online business route is getting pretty crowded and we've got to, you know, we've got to stand out a little bit. Um, and a book is a really great way to do that and that was my main thinking was I I love you know I love to be published properly but uh, I want to enhance my platform I want to enhance my credibility I want to enhance my you know people know know can read a book of mine and know what I talk about and I think there's really kind of like subtle psychology behind publishing a book I think if you've got so for example I'm very much into um, a different Obviously, I still talk about spiritual life concepts, but I have moved it more into helping spiritual entrepreneurs grow their business. My book is very much more spiritual life. It's not exactly about business, but people read my book and still come and want to work with me because I think this is um, the psychological cues that a book takes such commitment. A book takes such dedication. A book takes real courage especially with some of the stories that we share, especially if you read my book, I, I, I do share some really quite vulnerable short stories. And I'll, I won't mention them here. I'll let you go and read the book. Um, and I think it, it gives off an air about what kind of person you are going to be to work with. Um, so I think the book serves many, many purposes other than just this credibility, authority, having something get out there, your legacy, making all this impact, and that's and that's obviously a driver as well is because first and foremost I just had in my heart like how many if I do this book and as it was being created and as it was growing and growing I was like holy like holy crap this book is going to really help people this book somebody's going to pick up this book and you just have this vision of that like you know somebody's going to pick up this book and it's just going to be one thing in the book that's going to change a lot of things for them because I look at when I've read books books have changed my life it hasn't always been courses it hasn't always been you know, these, um, has always been films or anything like other mediums, you know, it's always been a book. I remember when I had my spiritual waiting, the Pamela E. Grout book, I had chills all up up at my body, you know, about how your thoughts create your reality. And I remember reading all these amazing books in my spiritual growth journey and how much each one impacted me and how I still think back to some of the chapters, some of the words still to this day of some of these books. And knowing that my book that could do that, was pretty much the kind of 
real energy booster when it was coming to writing. Yeah, it's going to do great for my business. Yeah, it's going to really help stand me out for an, uh, as an authority, blah, 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 credibility. But it, as the book unfolded and unfolded, it just became this really magical. I could see it becoming magical. My, my coach, my book, book coach was going, this is amazing, my copy editor. And it started to this this force of the fact that this is going to really help people just, I think, just kept me going at, the, at like late nights, just kept me writing or like, can, you know, cancelling plans to see people and taking it, writing my book. Can't see this weekend. I've got to write my book. It just really drove me definitely towards the end. Um, so I think both, both have got like, obviously both have got the pros and cons and we go into this massive detail in, in the program hours and hours. Like we really talk about this so you can make an informed choice, but it, it really, really is what you you want as well what what kind of lights you up and or what what the main aim and purpose of what you're trying to achieve yeah and I want to cover something as well for the people listening who maybe have a dream of being an author but don't have a business maybe they work a full-time job and they're interested Mm. in spirituality and maybe that's why you listen to my podcast because when I wrote my book it was kind of different to you in the fact that I hadn't started a business yet So I was very much like, I just had this calling to write. Words were just coming in. I couldn't stop them. And I set up a blog and a website with the intent of becoming an author. So the business thing never factored into it one bit. Mm. And you're so right that when people invest those hours and hours with you reading your book, they feel closer to you. They feel like they know you. And that's why people will work with you. So it really does help definitely to build your business. But when I wrote mine, that wasn't even a thought I just had to write and when I did my past life regression I've done two now but I went into multiple lifetimes where I was writing but I'd be writing scripture which I guess is kind of like this is the modern day equivalent writing spiritual books in you know hundreds of years ago would have been writing scripture so it was something that just came up in lifetime after lifetime so for me it was just a total calling to write a book and obviously I did years of blogging as well in order to build my platform which is why I do a bonus about blogging in the program because it I think it's an amazing tool for mm. like polishing your writing style obviously building a community of people who like your writing but I just yeah I thought I just mentioned that for the people listening who maybe don't have a business and then are like oh well is this going to be for me because you know I don't have Absolutely. a business yeah. yeah and I think if you just have that calling to write a book I just don't think that's ever going to be fulfilled until you do and I think it's such a shame that so many people are messaging both of us like you said I mean obviously releasing my book I am getting inundated with messages from people saying oh my god I want to write my book they're asking me questions about my journey and things like that and so many people say that it's something that they wanted to do for ages but kind of never got around to it yeah and I think we make it look so accessible and possible as well I think they see us with the platforms and they go what you know and they they kind of see our creativity come to life and they see the front covers they see they see us talking on on our social medias and, and I think we give you know, this accessibility factor and this possibility factor as well. And just coming back to, no, you don't have a, need to have a business to um, publish your book. And I don't think many, not actually many authors, published, traditional published authors probably come from a business. I don't, I don't really know. But well, you know, this is interesting you say that because I was looking at Vex King the other day because he's in the Maldives and I'm just about to go to the Maldives. And I was like, oh, that's funny. And we're both with Hay House and he's got a million followers on Instagram, which is just enormous. 
And he actually said explicitly on his stories the other day, he said, I don't do anything but books. I don't do mm. any kind of trainings, classes, nothing, coaching. I literally just do books. I was like, wow, that's amazing that he's managed. And he was in the Maldives in this like, you know, we all know how expensive the Maldives yes, is. Yeah. And, you know, obviously living a great life just from books, which I thought was absolutely mm. incredible. I yeah. have a calling to teach as well. I actually love teaching and I love like I really want to create card mm. decks. I want to create this program. So it's not just books for me, even though I absolutely love it. I actually love teaching as well. And that's also a calling. But there's definitely authors out there who just do 100 percent books which I yeah. think is amazing and I, I, I notice a lot of the authors they publish a book and then the business will follow so then they'll have the decks then they'll have the coat courses like a little bit like Gabby Bernstein for example like she put she started off probably with books and then she was going more into the courses the memberships um so I'm a little bit probably different in this, this fact that I had a business and I needed to enhance the business but like I said my journey was okay enhance it enhance the business enhance the business and I ended up falling in love with this process of like this book is, you know, going to be so powerful and impactful out there. And I was so excited to be behind it because I didn't know it could be like that. I didn't have any. I just thought it would just be, you know, some little journal that's really informative and gets people thinking. And it just completely transformed in front of my eyes. And it ended up being something really powerful. And, and like I said, the drive of the realizing how much impact could this could make, that took over the business business. Um, kind of savviness drive it like the, I, f I completely forgot that I was really doing it for my business probably like four or five months in when it just started to take shape and then like I said it was that impact drive knowing that you, and I see it today in my dms I see it today when it's shared and I see it having conversations with people and people say I go onto the like the Amazon reviews and it, it's just like crazy and even my partner was like that that's just those reviews are just mad like they are just incredible so yeah I love that. You've mentioned multiple different things there and you mentioned the cover earlier. Can you pinpoint what your favorite part of the, the book process was? I think the favorite part was the final bits at the end when you put it all together, you're doing the nice, you know, and sometimes you, I had like, okay, what, what do I want a quote on that side of the page? And it's all come together. And then I want to, when you see it just being edited and you see like even the, the fonts that you're using and then the book cover, I'm just, yeah, I just, the final bits towards at the end, seeing it, come together and being so different to the concept that what it was before was probably my most exciting moment because it's like what this like I said I, I never thought I could probably sit beside or be considered you know as like you said it was your, one of your favorite reads for September 2000 and what I remember you writing me review for that Liz and I remember you you'd coming into my dms and obviously Liz is a great a, a gorgeous writer and she's for you probably identify yourself first and foremost being a writer and I don't um so when you came in and was saying all these these beautiful things and I heard a lot of other people coming in, I think that that was a moment when I thought, actually, I might be a writer here, you know, I'm actually a little undercover writer. And I think I think a lot of you listening to this probably don't even realise you can write and how powerfully you can write. And it's just giving it a go and going for it. And, you know, you don't have to be an English degree. You don't have to be an English literature grad. Uh, I write very conversationally. I write as I, I talk. And that's probably what got, you know, I, a lot of the book is quite comical. It's got my my kind of humour and personality in, in the book. 
And I, I think we have to lose the perception that these books have to be these really polished because you get people to polish them up for you. That's the that's the point of working with other people if you want to as part of your book journey. Self-published, um, traditional, obviously have that as part of the, the deal. But if you're self-published, you can go and hire people to go comb over it, re, you know, sort it out for you polish it up if you I was awful at grammar I was so bad at grammar as you know as I got better as I got older but I would never class myself as a writer I was always told I was even my my mum came into primary school to say when I was putting full stops in middle sentences obviously don't know what was going on there but um I've never so like Liz you would probably associate yourself with a very natural writer I, I wasn't so to then be told that this book is people's favorite book it just shows it's the power of the content and it shows it's a power of the energy behind the book. And I think when I started to kick in with this, this book's really great. Oh, my God, what have I created six months into it? I think the energy really came through the book. And I think um, something as well to to think about is if you've got a story to share, if you've got this wisdom to share, it doesn't matter how good a writer you are. Just get it down. Just do it. I love that you've said that because, again, my journey and perspective is so totally opposite to yours and that's why I love that we're working together because I I just found writing to be the easiest thing ever and like I got double a star in GCSE English and it was just a given like yeah of course it's like easy and I remember arguing with my mum about grammar when I was in Tewkesbury and I moved from there in year two so I must have been like receptional year one I remember arguing with her about grammar because my mum love she's creative so she loves languages um she taught English as well so she was always very much you know grammar writing spelling I remember getting 20 out of 20 on a spelling test in year six I remember English lessons I remember creative writing exams and I I look back you know how you have like flash just flashes of memories from childhood just clear pictures and a few of them are about writing like I remember learning about subordinate clauses in year six and I look back on that now and I'm like why do I remember these random things about English lessons and I studied so hard for the spelling test and I'd read a dictionary I mean what what like 10 year old is reading a dictionary for fun like what a freak I know I was the oddest child but I I realize it's you know little pointers towards my purpose but I never took it on because I went down the business route and I remember when I was 16 and I wrote some lists and I was either going to do like economics finance route I was going to become a vet and do the sciences or I was going to do what I enjoyed and on the list of what I enjoyed I would have done double English psychology and religion and philosophy and I mean what a joke that's what I do now psychology religion and philosophy English I mean that's literally like everything I do didn't choose that went down the business route did business degrees same as you did a, a bachelor's and a master's yes, yeah. so then when I tried to write years afterwards I was so formal I was so rigid and that's why writing a blog was so helpful because it took me years to get out of that because I'd always written essays and dissertations at university and I'd become so rigid and serious and structured because I'd been used to writing academically so I just had to get out of that and I think it's amazing that you could write conversationally right off the bat because I really struggled with that and Mm. I had to really train myself to like relax and you know let loose because I'd I'd only been writing academically that's interesting and I think Mm. like I said I, I I think it was actually my book coach who just said you know just just write as you as you talk like just don't let it be this comes this perceived notion of these essays I think we're so used to the essays or or very old books um 
And the more I got into my own language, the more I spoke like me, um, the more the book came alive. So I, I think this is, I think, like you said, we have such different journeys, which make the more magical, because I hope we're going to hit so many people who will either like resonate with me or they resonate with Liz or yeah. the bit in between and they, they can resonate with both of us. So, it, it, you know, um, so I, I kind of really excited for this program because it serves a lot it's it's with hours hours of um training and knowledge and wisdom what we poured through and the thing what I love about this program the most is because we'll get you quicker to market or we'll get you quicker to the publishers with the proposal because we've done we're gonna we've done all the shortcuts for you we've learned from our mistakes we put we told you about these we're like don't do this do this um and we're so relevant, we're so current as well, because we've just done it in the past few years. And Liz is just literally, well, not past few years, past couple of years. And Liz, Liz is literally pretty much a few days, <laughs> not long ago at all. So, yeah. Yeah. So what one piece of advice would you, obviously, we give so much advice in the program. Like you said, we have totally given the shortcuts and not held anything back. Like there's literally nothing else that I can think to include. And as we said before, we've been working on it for six months. So I, there's nothing else I could possibly think to add that we haven't put in about this topic. But what one piece of advice, what do you think the biggest thing was that you would maybe do differently this time or say to someone who is about to start their journey? I think the best thing that if I was to go back to me writing this again, I would say, write your story as well. Write about your stories are magical. A lot of people don't realize that even the most smallest stories in your life can actually present the biggest lessons or this, the lessons that we needed. So when I was um, diving into my to my book, when my book coach was like, you've got stories, I was like, I, I was just thinking I've got to like be climbing Mount Everest or something to put in a chapter. But I didn't. I had one story where I just was going to a wedding in Thailand. <laughs> or like, you know, going, going to Florida as like an eight-year-old kid. Like you've, We've all got stories. We've all got stories to share that have some beautiful spiritual lessons within them. So don't be afraid to just get get a pen and paper and pull out every story that you've had and the themes that you've had in life, the patterns that you've had in life, and you can you can write a book from that. And people people relate more. People don't want these huge like life changing event stories. We want stories that are just everyday and relatable and can be applied to spiritual concepts. So yeah, my my, my piece of advice would be your magic's there. You don't need to go and hunt for it you don't need to go and have you know this life-changing moment you don't need to be an English literature graduate you you just everybody's got a story to share and that story whatever story short small it doesn't feel that significant in your life is really important and people want to hear it amazing amazing advice and you said as well about not being an English literature graduate and that's so true like there's a whole team of people who help you you have editors and you can even hire ghostwriters so many books are actually ghost written like a lot of celebrity books are because people either don't have the time or they might be really dyslexic or for whatever reason they they think their book would be better being written by someone else but published under their own name so I do cover that in the program as well the process of finding a ghostwriter if that's what people want to do and I think my one piece of advice would be to trust yourself 
which is kind of similar to what you were saying about the fact that your stories are good enough to be shared. Mm. And I think when you go down the traditional publishing route, it's very easy to feel like you're the newbie, you're the inexperienced one, they know much better than you. And it's definitely helpful to have that collaboration and have that advice. But especially when it comes to the words in the book, I think it's so important to stand your ground when you can feel that that's the right way of putting that particular message and just really trust the words you're getting, the message that you need to share and just know that it's for a purpose and a reason and just trusting that your message is good enough to be shared because I really believe that our desires are leading us to our destiny. Like I know that to be true. So when you have the desire to write a book and share a certain message, you need to do it in order to feel fulfilled, I think. I know that was definitely true for me anyway. I think you're so right there. And I think that's probably a little bit more for for you, the camp of those in traditional publishing. You will come across you know, people wanting to change certain things and you do have to stand, you know, that trust and know I, I, this message was from my perspective, the way I want to deliver it and I'm going to stick to it. And it same sometimes with the, when I um, I had editors editing my book, they would say, do you want to change it to this? And I was like, no, that that's my voice. That's how, that is essence of me. I can't change that, you know? So definitely trust yourself trust yourself through the journey trust that this is for you you've had the nudge they're like oh that would be that's interesting oh I, I quite like to do that that's a gr- that's your nudge you know it's not you wishfully going oh you know it's it's definitely like a yes 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 from spirit and and follow it but uh, we're so I'm so excited we've got a free masterclass first haven't we Liz I was to... gonna say can we talk about the free masterclass yes. so this is happening on Sunday the 23rd of January at 5 p.m. UK, 12 New York, 9 a.m. California. I can never remember the letters of the different time zones, so I always I say the places. I'm a, I'm a walking time zone. I'm just like, I know EST, PST, mountain time, I am there. You know, Australian <laughs> time, ACT time, I, I, I know them all. <laughs> even if you can't make it on that particular day, or maybe you're listening to this episode and, you know, that was months ago, we're still going to have the replay available. So just head to one of our Instagram accounts at I'm Liz Roberta or what's yours, Rachel? At Rachel Ellis. You can go to one of our Instagram accounts. Okay co and you can grab the <laughs> the replay so you can watch it at any time regardless of when you're listening to this but of course if you are able to come live we will be doing a Q&A in there as well I think to be honest I think it's probably going to end up being quite long because we have mm. created a lot of content to go into it we both have the same attitude with free masterclasses that we have been to ones where there was no value and it was all a sales pitch and that is so not what we're about at all so we really wanted the masterclass to be a standalone thing on its own that everyone is going to go and it's going to help them to get clarity on you know the journey to becoming an author and to help them make that choice about what the right way is to go for them yeah my stomach just rumbled Liz you know, when we're that. doing the videos you're gonna have to probably you don't have to cut it out I think that's <laughs> a, I think that's a novelty of our, our recordings um and I think, yeah, the, the masterclass, I think the Q&A is just going to be, see, that's what I go to free, you know, masterclasses for. I love for, doing is, Q&A. The, Q&A the energy just is amazing. Mm. It creates a whole discussion, like one person asks something and then that leads to, and you, I don't know about you, but in my masterclasses, I end up just losing like half an hour and I'm like, crap, yeah. guys, we've got to get back to the content. Yes. I can't do any more questions because I love that energy. It's a real discussion. So we're so looking forward to that Q&A. So definitely come along. 
bring your questions, anything you have about either traditional or self-publishing. And if the masterclass has already happened, then of course you can reach out to us as well. But we do answer a lot of questions within the free masterclass. And of course, in the program, we will be answering you know any question you could possibly have. What was your favorite module in the program quickly before we go? Oh God, that's so hard. Can I give you mine quickly? Yeah. The marketing one. I love that. You know, when you were talking about, I've been very much focused on the book process. One of the most fun processes for me was creating my marketing plan. I just love getting creative and just loved looking at all the different ways. And we present them to you in the program as well. Like, like I said, um, just everything's really covered. This is really tough. I think for me, it would either be module one, part one, where I'm talking about the planning and your why and your purpose and really getting clear on the book idea. And it's either that or module three, part three, which is where I go through step by step, every single step of the publishing process. And I also share my timeline because this is ac- this is information you don't have access to anywhere else. There's absolutely no, there's nowhere you can find this out. So that's and can, I, I, can I say, obviously I've seen your, your modules, module one for me, Liz, you're Vedic astrology Virgo, aren't you? Yeah. If you want somebody to tell you about planning, this is your woman. Like, I got so many tips for planning for my, if I ever publish again. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, this is gold. I didn't do this. I was like, thanks, Liz. Um, so we, we, we definitely put our expertise in the right areas. You would. <laughs> but um, so I just think it, it's, yeah, I'm just really excited now. And I'd love everybody to come to the masterclass. It's just just going to be such a nice high vibe, fun event. And as I said, if it's in you a little bit of a, ooh, interesting, follow it, follow the nudge. Totally agree. I'm so excited for the masterclass. We have such an amazing community and I'm just so excited to hold that space for people and talk about my favorite topic of all. It's going to be amazing. And like I said, if you know, if the masterclass has already happened, all that energy is contained within the free replay. So definitely do grab the free masterclass anyway. Amazing. And I, yeah, it, the energy is going to be wrapped up in that, that replay. So I can't wait. I, I said it again. I, how much excitement I've got over this. We've been doing this six months and being the energy and all we've yeah it's just a synergistic real synergistic program where we've just put everything into our heart and souls yeah agreed I'm so excited and it was so fun to create this with you so I just can't wait to share it with everyone else and for everyone to step into that space with us that we have just loved being in for the last six months Yes. And thank you for being an amazing uh, business partner as well as just putting it out there. You are the best person to work with ever. So organized. She organizes me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so fun. We had we spent days on Zoom. Like there was one day where we literally spent an entire Sunday on Zoom. Yes. Putting the free yes. masterclass together and we spent so much time on it, but it, it was so fun. And like, Portugal. We went on holiday yeah. to do it as well. But yeah. We had too many natters and croquettes. Big sacrifice. Big sacrifice going <laughs> to Portugal. <laughs> we, what did we end up in the beach? And then t- yeah. yeah, we, we did, may have. Did we drink red wine every night? And, Maybe. Yeah. It didn't really happen, did he, the book then, Liz? No, we, that's the whole reason we went. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, amazing. Well, we will see you there, guys. And we're so excited to be able to show you how to publish your first spiritual book. Bye. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to this episode and please remember to subscribe to this podcast. I'm sure that like me, you would love for more people to know this information. So if you leave a review and send me a screenshot of it on Instagram, which is at I am Ms. Roberta, you'll get a $50 voucher code to use on one of my online course launches. This won't be around forever. So go and leave a review now and I'll see you next time. Thank you.